Welcome to Goodland for Flat Vendors. Uh, we're here with Tanner Schmidt, myself, Sheldon Wickmore, and then we have Colby Stegman out of the Mark. Mar Mar I was pretty sure, but um, I guess since I didn't script anything, like I usually did, uh, why don't you start Colby by just talking to you guys started? Yeah, how you got started, and we'll go from there. Oh, yeah, my dad's been racing since I was a little kid, and so it started ever since then. I just had the need to go race, and when I was 10, put me in a mini stock car. Well, actually, my sister raced before, and so I took her car over, and whenever all that started, it just started, and I went up from mini stock when I started at 10. I turned 14, started my first IMCA class, and went to hobby stock, and ran maybe, oh, three years in that, four. I don't remember, and then moved to a stock car, and I've been in a stock car ever since till now, and it's just been fun. I don't know, I'm not in this stuff. I don't, I don't care about winning, don't care about none of that stuff. Just have fun with me and my dad. So. You know, coming into Flatlanders here this season, wins here, racetrack, your first track championship here. Um, just, just having fun, but it looks be, you know, pretty fun when you can win and pick oh, up track championship. Definitely, you know, I, I struggled with this car and just. It has been a struggle since I got this car, and I finally got it together. And I was leading points, and I was like, "Man, we got to keep going and dug in and change some stuff." And got those two wins and set me off, and pretty good. Felt pretty good, and it's good to finally get wins and have fun. So. You know, another good part at one point in the season, you got into a little, a little issue out there on the racetrack. The track officials deemed that you know you were the cause of the caution, sent you to the back of the pack. And I think there was like five or six laps to go, and you just motored throughout, like, I think a 10 or a 15-car field. Yeah. Just motored up there and picked up one of those feature wins this year. Definitely. You know, I, it, was a, it was a tough deal. It, I feel bad for what, you know, it was a terrible deal. I, I offered to pay for everything, help, you know. But it happens, you know, and just I brought this new motor, Troy Burkhart and Tathan and them. It's, oh, man, it's a monster. <laughs> tell you what, it ran pretty good in the mid-states. <laughs> yep, for sure. I guess – Kind of talking about Tafin and Troy Burkhardt. We had Tafin on and you know, asked him about what it is or how it is to race against his dad. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Are you kind of like Tafin where it's a little less nerve wracking since you're both in the same class? Or Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like to watch my dad, but at the same time, he'd rather watch me. So it's he'd rather just park it and watch sometimes. And sometimes he'll catch me. Like if I'm out leaving, he'll, he'll just stop. Stop racing, and uh, it's it's cool. It, I love racing my dad, and I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know. So it's pretty fun. <laughs> for sure. I've been doing it since I was ten with him racing. We've been going to Lamar until that closed down, and then we started we started going up by up in Colorado, and then just got too rough over there. So came down this way, and nice clean racing. You know, you you race at a lot of tracks out here, Colby here in Goodland, uh, Dodge City. You guys go to Hayes a couple times, and that's really at least in Kansas and part of the nation, some of the best stock car drivers out there. And you guys are consistently keeping pace with, you know, the top five, top six best drivers out here. Definitely, you know, I, I've been trying to keep it up and stay at least in the top five all year. And I, I think, I don't think I've only had, I think I've only had one DNF this year, but I'm not too certain. But other than that, Mason mainly stayed in top five, top ten, so try there. Great shirt. Um, <coughs> as, as, 
for people that might not have been here last night, let's kind of touch on last night. He ran pretty well in the qualifier, was able to pick off, I think, five cars. Four. Is what, four. Uh, four. Yeah, yeah, four. Started nine, turning up fifth. Yep. So, uh, but I guess just kind of talk, talk about last night. I know I was in the pits with my buddy Ted Trumbull, and Ted's in a sport compact, and he uh, said that he never lifted during his race, and then we were watching it, and definitely seemed like the track changed quite a bit throughout the night. But uh, I guess give your thoughts on last night. You know, I haven't changed my car since the two wins and <laughs> since the two wins and I haven't touched it. And last time I was here, it was super wheelied up and it was hard to drive. And in the heat race, it was real hard to drive and real wheelied up. And I ended up getting into wheat, spun him out on accident. I had to go to the back. <laughs> but I didn't make it out of that. I didn't make it in the draw. And then started ninth in the, in the qualifier and made my way up to fifth. And then, you know, on that restart, I was starting right next to my dad. And he knew I was going to pass. So, <laughs> you know, I talked to a, a couple drivers out on Main Street today for the fall festival, and uh, they said during intermission when they walked out to the racetrack, they could see the moisture starting to come back up. Yeah. But it seems like by the time you guys got out with the stock track, just kind of super slicked off, and yeah. it was kind of a, a driver's racetrack. Yeah, it was almost like you're just having to run the bottom. Or, I don't know. Angel told me he could anywhere on that track, and he's a, I don't know, he's a good driver. So a- Angel looked like he could put it anywhere. Nobody yeah. was going to run him down. No, no, of course. <laughs> that dude's fast. I got to figure out what I can do to get him. You know, you we mentioned track conditions here a little bit. Are you more of a, you know, nobody likes really hammer down unless you're kind of a back pacer, then you can keep up. But uh, no, is it, do you like the super dry slick racetracks or are you kind of yeah. middle between kind of like a dry and tacky? I'd like it super dry and like almost taking rubber, but like right there. Just so you, it's the more driver track, you know, you're not hammered down and it's not tearing up motors, not eating the motor, eating parts, you know, you're just slow. You're not super, super fast and consistent, you know, it's hard. It's easier. I feel like it's easier to run on the dry, dry slick tracks than it is on the harder ones, just because you're so hammered down. And it's just no point in it. One one little bobble and you're yeah. you're up the racetrack and you might lose a couple spots. Yeah, of course. Yeah, one little bobble, you're done. <laughs> yep, for sure. I guess uh, we can ask our most famous question on the podcast. Or our I don't, I don't know which way he's going to swing on. This. Might be interesting. Yeah. So uh, we've asked every driver this, and we've got that same answer at the same track so uh, if you had unlimited funds and run anywhere in the country on any type of car uh, we pick and kind of why definitely stock car yeah they're just I don't know, nothing something about you beating bang and you're not tearing shit up too bad it's just everything's close you're close racing you miss the setup by one little bit you're still in the, you're still in the run and then you're talking about somewhere else to like a place to run to. Like any yeah, track like you want to race at. In the country. Oh, I, I really liked Batesville. Batesville Motor Speedway. That place was really fun. <laughs> super, super fast and fun. And it's just so far away. I mean, they're having the 10,000 win championship tonight. And I wish we could have been there, but we went, we decided to stay close and um, staying close and just having, staying close at these shows and, you know, not spending a whole lot of money. It's been pretty fun. Yeah. You know, there's been. On Facebook the last month or so, the rumor mill of maybe IMCA stock cars going up to Eldora. And if that happened, would that be, your mind, would that be something good for the class, bad for the class, or is it just kind of like the hype of Eldora running stock cars? You know, it's almost like the Bristol show, you know, like how they ran that. I wouldn't go on that one. I mean, it's dirt, yeah, but it's just super banked and you're just flat out. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to run Eldora. That sounds fun. <laughs> that track's really, really staple, like really big staple of the dirt track. And I don't know. I'd really like to go run it. It'd be fun. Definitely. It looks. It feels like 
could probably be a blast. Oh, man. Flat out at that place. Come on. Yeah, for sure. Um, what else can we talk about? You know, you got, you raced a lot of different racetracks. They're all pretty much three eighths mile, but you got Hayes and Dodge City, more of a banked surface. Goodland's probably the flatter of the ones. Colby's your happy in between. Uh, but what really, out of all the tracks you guys have run at so far in your career, what's probably your favorite one? You know, I, I really like the banking of Hayes, and it's just, it's super fun. And <clears throat> But it ends, ends up turning being a one-lane track, and it's just, I don't know. I'd rather come run here at Goodland. You can run high, low, middle, flat track, and it's just, it's a driver's track for sure. you got to learn how, what you're doing, where you're going, how to go through the corner and everything there, and it's just, it's different than any other track I've ever been to, and I really like this place. You know, we, we had Cody Williams on middle of the summer he said pretty much the same thing it's a driver's track you got to learn how to manage throttle around here and it's not just mad at lift off mad again it just takes a little finesse no, you got to keep your momentum up here you're gonna go back you know it's the guys up front aren't no joke they're fast all of them are fast i can't tell you that <laughs> well now you're one of the fast ones i, I could I, I can say that i mean but i try not to <laughs> <laughs> yes uh sometime i asked Tathan last time and I'm estimating more opinions on this subject. You know, the stock car class, we see a bunch of modified guys and even the other classes, you know, jump into the stock car class. Do you think that helps the class overall? Or what's your thoughts on Definitely. getting to race against some of the bigger modified guys? I definitely think it, it makes it harder because you got all that modified knowledge and them, they know how to get on the track. Most of them dudes have been in modifieds for years and years and years. And they're really fast. And so, like, you get guys like Jeremy Frenier. He goes out there to I-76 and whoops them all the time. And he's been a modified and a stock car every time, you know. It's just, I don't know. They're fast, and they've got all that modified money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. But, no, like, even like Cody Williams ran a stock good. Heather Fry, the Fort Mod, and stock car, and some guys you know, slouches, they, they run a lot, and so it just helps, you know, helps on the track. Yeah, definitely a matter of seat time. Yeah, yep. seat time is definitely, definitely your friend. Yep, for sure. Um, hard to think of questions on this. I know, I was trying to think of somewhere you guys were talking, and I just couldn't I'll give a minute here. No, no. no we've, I don't know, we, we had some troubles with the truck and trailer this year, our we were coming home from Colby one night, and our trailer axle blew out. And, oh, man, that was a mess. <laughs> and then we had to put a radiator in line. It was getting hot. Man, it's just been it's just been maintenance and stuff and getting to the races. So we haven't been racing a whole lot. Yeah. You guys just need to get some fancy stackers like, like these big yeah. big touring modified. You sponsor yeah. me 100 grand? I think so. 200 grand? I can give you 10 bucks and a hand. I mean, that might help. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a little bit, though. <clears throat> But, you know, um, something that I just thought of, a lot of uh, guys have talked about kind of the tire and how the tire changes throughout the night. And uh, a lot of people go with, um, you know, there's some that said if you want to, you know, consistently win, you're going to have to put on a new tire or a new set of tires every night. Do you feel like that's the that's the way it's kind of trending now? Or is it just, you no. know, hit the setup and that's more important? Nah, just like Cameron Gruber, that guy just saves up them used tires. Like, just like <laughs> us, man, I'm, everybody. He runs in tires and throws them away, and they're still good. Just groove them up and rerun them. Run them. 15 night old tires oh, getting yeah. the dub. I, I don't even think I had, I think I had maybe, uh, I think we got these tires from Nordikes. 
that I won the two nights here, and it was an old tire I just threw on there. Nice. You mentioned uh, the hobby stocks and then transitioning into the stock cars. What would have been your uh, toughest like thing to, or knowledge to grasp to kind of relearn from going from hobbies to stocks? Because from what everybody says, they're just, you know, hobbies is the beginning class, but they're just two completely different animals. Definitely. Like hobby stock, you don't go out the, the quickener and all that stuff, and you've got bigger tire on a stock car. you got a little bit bigger. I mean, the motor's about the same size. You've got different carburetors, and you've got just different movement and everything. It's just everything moves a lot more, and it is different. They've almost like turned into late models. They're just so everything just so advanced and shocks are so ridiculous now and man, it's hard to with everything. But even like steering, steering's a lot harder in a hobby stock and a stock car you get in, you can turn it with a finger when on the track. So I don't know. So hobby stocks again, the more kind of a more momentum clap and hobby stock cars. Is that more towards the uh you just gotta try to get the set up perfect pretty much every night? Almost, yeah. I'd say a hobby stock. I don't know. They're almost harder to drive. I'd feel like you're. I guess you get used to it, and you'd probably be good at it. But like, if I was to hop into a hobby stock right now, hundred percent. You, you can join the club because I did that a couple of years ago. <laughs> I looked like I belonged in the hobby stocks. Yeah, At least it's not a small. <laughs> <laughs> um, thought I had a question. I'll go with another one. You, you and your dad have run stock cars for for a, several years now. Is there any? Any moving up? I know you just said your your dream class is the stock cars because you love them so much. But if there be any, you know, I know funding goes a long way, but any any want to move up in the future is stock cars kind of your home. Nah, I think stock cars is where I'm gonna stay. I like the stock. I mean, if somebody let me go drive their mod, 100, percent I'm gonna go drive <laughs> it. But no, I, I I don't have the funds for a modified. They're expensive, and this car I put it together in my shop with just me and my dad, and just with all. I mean, it's got good parts on it, but I, I just spent my time and put a little bit here, a little bit there, and made my car my own i don't know i don't i don't plan on moving up and never have just do a stock car you know you don't see that very often with kind of home-built stock cars getting running up front getting wins getting track championships and like you said just a little bit here a little bit there just slowly building it your own and that has to say something about you and your ability and your want to be competitive in this class actually i bought this car from uh, austin bozak in missouri he builds the marty r chassis it's 2019 but i had to go in and weld all the front and back and do everything seem well good and had it flipped upside down i did my car it makes it feel like a lot more mine and it's you know it's just everything puts together i want it to be put together and you know there's some stuff that goes out there you're like wow man what are you doing <laughs> and i try not to be like that i try to have some good stuff on there <laughs> i guess you uh, mentioned going to batesville um and i guess I like I said, I didn't do much prep work, but uh, have you ever raced up at Super Nationals in Boone? No, is we, that something in the future? We haven't planned on going. I just, I don't know. I don't want to go get my car wrecked. <laughs> that place is, you need a lot of stuff wrecked there. And I don't, I was thinking about going next year, but then I just watched the race and I was like, man, I don't think I still have to. He sat down and watched the stock car demolition derby like the rest of us. <laughs> I was like, God, no, I don't think I want to go. <laughs> It'd be nice to run like a weekly show down there in Boone or something, but I don't think I'm going to go for the Super Nationals. Yeah. I want to go around Marshalltown and all those places. Batesville, I don't know, that was really fun. I was whenever we had our big old long, huge 53-foot trailer. Remember that big old thing? Man, it was, we went down there and cut, and we had to go through roundabouts, and we were going straight through with the tires on the trailer. Oh, man, it was, it was a good time. Going through down, downtown Oklahoma, or Oklahoma, Tulsa, it was pretty good. That was a pretty good trip, too. Me and my dad had 
fun down there and just a little guy strip and man it was a good time down there we're gonna go back again for sure you um obviously getting getting to race with your dad's pretty cool and um like you said just travel and yeah uh, your dad's got to be one of the coolest experiences oh, out there definitely 100 like just like Monty and his dad, or Brendan and his dad, and then Tathan and his dad. It's it's a blast. And then you get to race with them guys and go have fun. And it's just it's good to see other people racing with their parents and having a good time. But that probably there's probably a little bit of more of a competitive edge there. You oh, know, yeah. racing your dad. You want to? I mean, our cars are almost identical. Mm-hmm. I tell you, just he just is a different driver, and he tells, "Oh, I want to loosen my car up." I tell him, "Don't do it," and he just says, oh, "I'm gonna do it." So <laughs> I don't, he don't listen to me. You should. You finished one spot better. I, uh, two. Two? Yeah. Seventh last night. Oh, he's yeah. going to have to work yeah. through LCQ today. He should be able to fit on front row. On front row of LCQ. Yep. Go for that. Maybe maybe hopefully start in the seventh spot coming out here later tonight. Well, hopefully he does, man. He, he's been getting, that car, we've had a lot of trouble with it. We've, he's put, I think, three motors in it this year already. <laughs> There's been a lot of stock car guys having motor issues. Our, our friend JC Archer, I think he's gone through like five or seven of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gnarly, man. You, yeah. These stock car motors, they take so much abuse running 7,400 RPMs, man. And the INCA don't let us have the best of the best parts. They let us have this and that, and that's pick and choose. And but this mid-states I got, I don't know. I don't know what they do and what they got, but it's it's strong. I guess uh, another we can kind of touch on the engine stuff. Uh, obviously, the last couple of summers here in Kansas have been crazy warm. I mean, 100-degree days, and do you think that's adding – a bunch more stress to the engines or do you think because we've seen engine failures yeah i don't want to say left and right i mean it's not that no. common but do you think the heat i'm i'm sure it's probably there's, there's guys them. that come in running 280 100 degrees because they just wanted to run the race and it's not smart but you have to just do that and blow motors and then they come out next week they're in the motor and they're like oh man it blew up i don't know why <laughs> Yeah, I think you got to be kind of smart. Like my buddy Ted last night, you know, he uh, coasted into one and two and just heard a different tone of the engine, and he's like, nope, that's it. Oh, yeah. He pulls to the end. No, I've been my fair share motors, yeah. too, so it's, yeah. it's, no, it's no fun. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I've even blown one coming out of the trailer. Pulling it out of the trailer. Um, where were we? I think we were in Callahan, and I was pulling out of the trailer and threw a rod. <laughs> Who knows how? I just... Why don't you go start it? You know, that's that's got to be a real horrible feeling. I have uh, a friend. He had a brand-new modified engine. They put it on the dyno, blew the motor on the dyno, so they had to go back and buy another brand-new motor. Yeah, that's that's that would be worse because you haven't <laughs> raced it or nothing, man. Yeah. I don't know. We've had a few, just a couple mishaps. And it's been a good – it's been all right, and I can't complain. I think we went to the Sunflower Classic at the beginning of the year, and I started, like, mid-pack, and then – passing for a second on the last lap and ended up coming together with a couple guys and stuck my it threw my spring out and stuck my shock right into the pocket of the spring <laughs> I, if it would have if it wouldn't have done it rolled off the track it wouldn't have made some tech or nothing <laughs> it was a pretty good time you, you've mentioned the uh the sunflower classic here fall national or fall nationals here for the flatlander fall classic any other big shows that you guys want or run or maybe want to run you've also been batesville a couple times no i think we're going to run the haze next weekend for the uh, fall nationals we used to like we like to go run that every year it's always a good time 
I think I made the show for the last time, or the first time the last two races we've been there. So it's, it's pretty tough to make the show there. And I don't know. I don't know any big shows that we want to hit. We were talking about Vegas, but we're going to call it a season after we hit Hayes and then tear everything apart, save some money for next year and try to hit some bigger shows. And like you said, if Eldora shows, I'd definitely go to that one. <laughs> be good, good for a one-time appearance. Oh, yeah, of course, for one time. <laughs> yeah, as long as I go one time, I don't care. It's just have the fun. Show up. For sure. I guess um, something we really haven't ever asked any of the drivers on the podcast, but um, do you, I guess, do you have a, like, racing superstar or something that you do or someone you look up to or is there, like, a favorite class of racing that you watch or are you pretty much just oh. hop in the car and race yourself and not really pay attention? If I'm looking up to somebody, it'd probably be my dad and my uncle Justin. They always raced here, and they, my dad's had won, won multiple Flatlanders. And my dad, back in his hobby stock days, he was super fast. He's won a lot of races and modified. And then my uncle Justin as well, he was really good, really really good. And then uh, he went to some now. So it's just, I don't know. I've been watching it my whole life, and I've just been around it. And I don't know. I don't. I don't like to watch racing. I'd rather go do it. I I get bored when I watch racing. <laughs> I don't know why. I, like, unless it's, like, stock car racing, any other race, I get bored. I can't yeah. do it. It's definitely really cool that it's been a, a whole family experience yeah, for def- you guys. Definitely. It's been a, been in my blood, I guess you could say. <laughs> my sister's done it. And hopefully, I get my son in it. Just had him. He's only three months old now. So, hopefully, I get him into it. And my <laughs> nephew, or one of them, come on. <laughs> and a couple future creeps, at least. Yeah, at least. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully my dad can hold on until at least my nephew's there and we put him in his car. So. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Anything else? I think I'm all questioned out. I think I did good. good. This was a good podcast oh, yeah, for me. We, <laughs> yeah, we did better than we usually do. I like so. Well, we usually wrap it up by uh, if you want to thank all your sponsors yeah. or anybody you like, just go yeah. for it. He came prepared. He's better yeah, than I, I might have helped him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stegman's Automotive and my uncle and all them over at TC Auto and then Pit Stop, LMR, NA Trucks out of Texas. We got CNL Heat and Air, Mayhew Grain, and hey, we got Mr. 719 Barber. It's actually my father in law. And then we got Seth's and other father in law. <laughs> <laughs> so Engines, Wheat, Lippleman, and her grandma Bev. She helped us out a lot this year. And there's a, I'm sure there's a lot more. I got Link Racing on there and oh, uh, Tanner Black built me some shocks this year. Oh, all together, they helped us out a lot this year. So, thank you guys for having me on. It was a real good time. Well, we yeah. definitely appreciate you coming on, and uh, good luck here tonight. Right, thank yeah, you guys. Good luck. Good <laughs> you too. All right, I think we'll wrap it up like that. Probably no real reason to <laughs> recap last night. So, thank you guys.